0: Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today is Friday, ending the week like we always do with a Fandom Friday segment. Another fandom fan is on the podcast talking about their Avalanche fandom. What got them into the Avs, their history with the Avalanche, favorite moments, all that other fun stuff that we always get to in these Fandom Friday segments, which are so much fun to do. So if it's something that you want to do, if this is your first time hearing it, and you're like, I could do that, then shoot me an email. Shoot me an email over at LockedOnAvalanche at or get a hold of me through one of these social media outlets on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, or on Instagram, Just search for Lockdown Avalanche. So different ways to get a hold of me if this is something that you want to take part in. And we can get you on. Uh, they have the next few weeks booked. But I'm always talking to people and always writing names down. So if you want to talk about whatever it is, uh, you know, the first time you watched an Avalanche game, uh, that ridiculous jacket that Jared Bednar had on uh, the other day behind the bench, whatever you feel like talking about, we'll talk about it. And... Today is, uh, we have Riley Epps on the show, and i got to say, we get into it early, where he talks about how he became an Avalanche fan, and this is one of the the coolest ways I think someone has ever become an Avalanche fan. So you don't have to wait too long, we kind of get into it right off the bat. So let's get to that right now. It's Friday, it means it's Fandom Friday, and here it is with Riley Epps. All right, so welcome back to the show, and it's Friday, so we have our Fandom Friday segment, and today joining me is Avalanche fan Riley Epps. Riley, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm good. I'm excited to be on the show. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on, and I guess I'll just throw it to you first, and I mean, I told them your name, but if there's anything else that you want to get out, where you're from, where you grew up, anything interesting about Riley, throw it on out there
1: um i'm from about an hour and a bit north of toronto uh i've been an abs fan since probably like 1999 when i was playing the uh ea sports nhl 2000 games and nice playing as the leafs and i could never beat colorado so then i jumped on the bandwagon and i just really? never left
0: <laughs> that yeah. is awesome
1: yeah and, now.
0: keep going sorry
1: uh, I've been trying to collect, uh, every Avs Jersey that they've ever worn since. So I'm just missing the stadium series Jersey from this year against the Kings. And then okay. once I get that, I'll have all of them. Very nice.
0: Now, do you have one on order yet or not yet?
1: No, I always wait for the deals. Cause I don't want to spend like 200 <laughs> bucks for that
0: thing. Cause it's not right. the best
1: looking Jersey in the world.
0: <laughs> right. So, and who do you have in mind of, of, uh, who you're going to get? Uh, the only,
1: like, I have Miko and Nate and uh, home and away. So I'm kind of just going to get Gabe to complete the three headed monster. Okay.
0: And do you have any method to your madness on who you have, who you will get as a jersey? And not really. The back,
1: if I find really. a good deal or whatever, I'm going to go right. for that. But, like, I'd okay. prefer if I could find a Landiscog one.
0: Right. Okay. I think, I'm almost positive, you are the first person from Canada on the show, so. Out, oh, right that, on. That's great. <laughs> and I gotta say, man, that is one of the cooler stories as to why someone became an Avalanche fan. You yeah, I still them. have
1: my copy yeah. of it and everything. I I just, do you really? Yeah, I still have my PS1 and everything that I had it on.
0: That is, that's, I love that. I'm going to be telling that to a lot of people. Man. <laughs> that is a great story. Uh, so, I mean, being kind of close to Toronto, do you kind of catch a lot of heat for not being a Toronto fan?
1: Yeah, I hear it every time they play at work from everybody at work and they're always chirping right. at me for it. And they're like, ew, why would you pick Colorado? But like the Leafs were always so bad growing up. So like, why would a young kid want to <laughs> sit there and cheer for a losing team while they're growing right. up?
0: Right, I hear you. So, so ninety nine. So, if you want to divulge your age, how old were you in ninety nine when you were? Uh, I was the avalanche. Four, four years old. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. So yeah, you you were you were playing video games at four years old and you couldn't beat the avalanche. So that's an impressionable age where I could absolutely see. I can I can remember playing like Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, When I was young and, and that's why, well, it's not the sole reason why I'm a Broncos fan, but, uh, I loved playing with John Elway on Tecmo Super Bowl. So yeah, video games have an impact on who we like as a team when we're young kids, do they not?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it was pretty easy to go around with Forsberg and just deke everybody out and score because he was one of the best players in that
0: game. So so true. Oh my god, I you're bringing me back, man. I love this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so go back to those days then. Like, what do you remember about? did, Did you were you able to watch many Avalanche games living in Toronto? This was you know back then. This was it was not the digital age. Where you could watch out of market games like you can now, did you struggle to watch them?
1: I could only really watch them in the playoffs because like CBC and stuff on Hockey Night in Canada would only show like the Leafs game, and then, like being so young, I'd have to go to bed like halfway through that game right, so uh, I had to watch during the playoffs and stuff, so it was really the New Jersey cup final that got me like hooked on them. Cause yeah. like, I loved watching like the pom poms and stuff go in the crowd. Right. So I that mean, got me
0: hooked. That's true. I mean, you, you, you're four years old, you converted because of a video game and then they go win the Stanley cup. and yeah. You got to be like, oh, man, this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. And then that yeah. Christmas, the Christmas
1: of 2000 going into 2001, my grandma got me my first Avs Jersey. uh and so I was just set from there. That was the first hockey jersey I owned. That wasn't like my little Tim Bits House League jersey.
0: Do you still have it?
1: I don't. I don't uh, know where it went. Uh, I know. That would have been, I yeah. have a little baby sized Montreal one that my grandpa tried to force on me. Right. And my dad was a Bruins fan. So he's like, no, he's not wearing this. <laughs> so I didn't follow anything of theirs.
0: Oh, I love it. So as far as uh, favorite players from the olden days back in 99, would, would it be Forsberg because of,
1: of Yeah, uh, it's, Forsberg it's, it's Forsberg for sure. I yeah, feel okay. like like I obviously have a very skewed opinion on him, but like right. I feel like if he was healthy his whole career, he'd be a top five player of all time. He yeah. was just that dominant
0: the whole time. Yeah. I, I I would not disagree with that. So uh moving to this year, we you're the first person on after post trade deadline. So why don't we start there? Were you happy with what the Avalanche did or did not do? Or do you think they should have made some more moves? Are you happy with what they did pretty much by standing pat? What's your take on the on the trade deadline?
1: I was kind of okay with what they did, seeing how like the report is mid-March. Everybody's coming back from their injury. So, like in a way, that's their trade deadline getting everybody healthy as lame as that is. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to see another top six winger come in because that's mm-hmm. the only hole that they have. Like I feel like they need to push either Nichuskin or Don down to the third line and get another solid right. second line winger to play with Naz, and then they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I I, I am completely in agreement with you. Um I wonder how much of the Kreider signing changed Joe Sakic's tune. I don't know if he had his 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 sights set on him, but you got to think if you know he had a plan B and a plan C. If Kreider wasn't you know there to fall in line, and doesn't seem like anything really materialized out of it, surprisingly
1: yeah my plan b if he was healthy all year would have been anthony mantha i would have been kicking and screaming to get him in colorado because he's like the same age as mckinnon roughly and like that guy's just a horse like him in junior he was the, like the best player in the qmjhl in his draft year
0: and did he didn't get traded at all did he no he's just sitting in detroit yeah no way <laughs> I kind of don't feel bad for them.
1: No, I don't either. <laughs> I am going to that game on uh, Monday.
0: Oh, uh, in Detroit?
1: Yeah, I am making the road really? trip, when I am going because I am trying to get all thirty-one arenas off of my checklist. For oh, okay. So it's just a bonus. So, Colorado's playing in the
0: games. So how many will this be? Uh,
1: seven, I think. All
0: right. So what? What have you? Where have you been then?
1: Uh, Toronto, obviously uh mm-hmm. buffalo uh ottawa uh columbus uh pittsburgh i haven't made it to philly yet and then i think new jersey and then somewhere mm-hmm. else have you, have you made it to msg yet no that's on my bucket list i really yeah. want to go to the game there
0: great great place to watch a game really good place to watch So. a game. So. Um, And I guess for this season, what's your take on the season? Got to be happy with how they're doing. Um, What's concerning you, if you have any concerns heading into the playoffs? And what has maybe surprised you, if anything, during this entire season?
1: I can't really complain about the uh season in general cuz <clears throat> they like when everyone was healthy at the start of the year they were just looking like they were world beaters and then all the injuries started but like you can't control that. Right. So uh it's more of a nitpicky thing like France Susan's rebounds needs to stop that <laughs> because those are just yeah. awful. But that's really my only complaint is goaltending it sometimes. But like as soon as Grubauer hits his hot streak like he did last year, we'll be fine.
0: And he seemed like he was heading in that direction before he got injured with Grubauer. Yeah, I
1: don't even know what that injury was. It didn't even look like Cole hit him hard. He just kind of bumped into him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And to be out for as long as he is is kind of shocking to me. I watched that replay over and over. I'm like, what? Yeah, I can see, you know, you kind of taking a hit. Maybe because it's cold outside, it hurt a little bit more. I don't know. But uh, for him to be out as long as he is, uh, is a little little surprising. But And then, I guess, talking about the goalies, I had, was talking on the show over and over again, kind of hoping, wishful thinking for someone like Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. Am I surprised they didn't get him? No. I, I really thought the Chances of that happening were, you know, maybe like less than 5%. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen it. Would you have liked to see them bringing in? And and even Joe Sakic said, like, yeah, we got to go after a goalie. I didn't think it was going to be the route they went, get a goalie, and then just send them right down to the minors. I thought they might have at least taken a look at someone like, like Lundqvist. And maybe they did, and we'll probably never know. Were you kind of on board for bringing in somebody like him?
1: I would have been down for Lundqvist for sure just because of the cup chasing story. Right. But as soon as I saw on the like trade deadline coverage that, I don't know how to say the name, Shostjurkin, that goalie they have, got in a yeah. car accident and like fractured his rib, I knew there yeah. was like, no chance of Lundqvist getting moved. But I, Hutchison's garbage. <laughs> 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 yeah, I saw him get just lit up in Toronto. For That's true. You're in Toronto. Yeah. And so he's just not great, but like he was sitting on the bench tonight, so I guess he did a fine job at
0: opening the door. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, and I think like like you just said, like that's more or less why I would have loved to have seen uh, Lungfist because you know it w- it would have been and, and Sackic was a part of that team with with like Bork, yeah, and bringing it, it would have been Ray Bork all over again, and I would have
1: loved that with Joe Thornton too.
0: Did you, was, he was another
1: one. Three C for the playoff run—that right. would be awesome.
0: I mean, and then Colorado starts to be known as the place where your elders go to win a Stanley Cup. Why would you not want that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what what I mean? Fun storylines. I'm all for the chaos.
0: Exactly. So, uh, did it make a ton of sense? Eh, maybe not, but still, like I think they could have found a way to to make it work. Uh, but. It's not it's not happening. It's it's not gonna happen. I don't and, and like you said, the, the timing with the Rangers goalie, however you pronounce his last name, getting injured in a car accident didn't help anything. So I think all of these possibles just fell apart with Kreider signing, a car accident, and just I think Sakik was like, I'm just gonna pump the brakes. Maybe that's a bad analogy when somebody gets into a car accident, but um, <laughs> Uh, and just I'll take my two deals, I like my team, and we're good. And I and I had said on the show the other day after the trade deadline, if he's not making moves with the position the team is in right now, I, I don't anticipate a trade deadline where the Avs are major players for a while. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah. They definitely need at least this year of experience again because like, I want them – anything less than Western conference finals for me is kind of a failure this year, just because of how much they upgraded the team in the off season.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. And, and positioning is huge. is going to be really big because
1: I don't want Dallas in the first. Yeah,
0: area. I know. That's what you, you kind of want to avoid that. And I hate saying that because you know, you're going to be going up a good team and you want to fight the good fight. But, um, yeah, it's it's gonna it's this three headed monster between the three of them is gonna go down to the wire. And who don't they play? Is their last game against St. Louis? Last game of the season. Yeah, one them? of the last games. I think so. I, th- I think so. So that could be that could be huge. And that kind of leads me into my next question because one of my favorite moments, and it's more recent, is when they won that last game of the year following the, the yeah. dumpster fire of the season. Uh, to beat yeah, St.
1: Louis. Oh my god! Goal. Oh my god!
0: I still I committed watch that.
1: myself on Twitter to like. I replied to the Avs account and I was like, "If you guys make the playoffs after this game after last season, I'll get a tattoo of the yeah. logo on me." So I still need to book that. I just got to save up a bit for it.
0: Okay, I was gonna say, man, if that'd be that'd be yeah. sweet if you got it. You got to go get that now.
1: Twitter's yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, um, I know. so that's like you know one of my the more recent moments. But is there any moments through the duration of the history of the Avalanche that stick out to you as moments that you go back to and just absolutely love?
1: It's gonna be kind of an odd one, but uh, Duchene's rookie season. I watched him a lot while he was in Brampton because I'm like right there basically. So I'd always go down to the Battalion games and watch that with my dad. Right. And uh, the one game he flipped me a battalion puck and during warm-up, so I have that signed by him. So him going in on Luongo and scoring the shootout goal to clinch the playoffs for them that season when they had no business being in the playoff rates <laughs> that year. That's probably like my favorite recent memory of right? the Cavs. yeah.
0: Pretty cool. And I, you know, you're you're setting me up for these questions, man, because my question after that was going to be any prized possessions that you have that you own? Oh. I know you said you have a lot of jerseys. Is what, what other paraphernalia or memorabilia do you have that's kind of like that's shining bright on your desk or in your man cave?
1: Well, I live in a basement apartment, so okay. all of the walls have every single Avs jersey going around my TV and stuff. And then I have like a little bar in my thing so there's like the you know the stanley cup uh popcorn maker yeah. i have that but i cut the wire off of it because that popcorn maker sucks and it burns your popcorn right away yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, used I just- it once and i was like no and so then <laughs> behind that i have the the blueberry avs jersey signed by duchene like on the number nine and uh-huh. then i've been to denver twice and okay. so each time i go to the practices So I have a white jersey that signed by the team uh, two years ago. And then I have a t-shirt with uh, McKinnon's rookie season, that team, borderline every player on that team. Mm -hmm. And then I have a uh, Jamie McGinn game used jersey. Wow. There's a name I have heard in a while. I know because he's from Fergus, which is about 20 minutes from where I live. And my high school gym teacher is actually his next door neighbor. Oh my God. he signed a bunch of stuff for me, so I have it all around. And like I have personalized uh pictures from Landis and McGinn and Duchesne. And then uh, this Christmas, my parents got me a uh authentic signed Joe Sakic 2006 Olympic jersey. Wow, so, man! Yeah,
0: you got it. Jeez,
1: yeah, I have a it's lot. Awesome. Of
0: <laughs> That's a, no, but I i love that you know, when when you were converted to to avalanche fandom at, at at a young age sometimes like you grow out of it and you know the team that you liked as a kid you, you kind of become more of a homer as the years go on it doesn't seem like it happened for you like you you are yeah. drinking I, I the Kool-Aid by mean. the bucket
1: load man <laughs> yeah I dove head first and I just didn't come back up
0: that's awesome that's that's fantastic so uh you had said anything less than Western Conference Finals is a failure? Do you – what's your prediction? Do they make it that far? Do they make it the one step further? What do you think?
1: Uh, It depends on when they play Dallas because that's the only team that really scares me because the Avs can't beat them to save their lives this year. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm not scared of St. Louis. Colorado's bit that bug basically. So uh, it's basically whenever they face Dallas. So I'm hoping Colorado gets top seed. And then they just can run through the Pacific and yeah. it's an easy path that way. Cause no one in the
0: Pacific's very good, but right. Yeah. I'm it, hoping it's conference finals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always a, a tough thing to, to predict the, the uh, NHL playoffs. Uh, but you know, you can look at matchups and like you're saying, like that's a difficult matchup for, for Colorado, at least for this year. Um and like I, I've said on this show, like for whatever reason, if if the Kings made the playoffs, I wouldn't want the Avalanche to play the Kings. Just because yeah, for whatever no reason it, they right? match up well with them. I don't know what it, what it is, but uh, they they play well against Colorado. So it's just it's matchup driven. And yeah, if they if they draw Dallas early on, that is gonna be a dogfight. I'm gonna be on the on the edge of my seat every single night with that with that series.
1: Yeah. And Dallas plays such a boring game too. It's just clog a yeah. lot and sit there. It's like, oh my yeah.
0: god, yeah. It's kind of like like Islanders hockey to me. Like the yeah, Islanders, just it. a boring team to me. They're just a defensive team and a good defensive team, and that's just what they rely on. So uh, I think maybe Dallas is a little bit more up tempo than than uh, the Islanders, but still, yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of just dull hockey, and they'll take a one nothing two to one win any day where the avalanche want to take a five to two win every day you know
1: yeah the high paced exciting stuff and dallas has the cheat code ben bishop in that because the dude takes up three quarters of that just sitting there (laughs) Uh,
0: exactly so all right man so i think uh i i I like your i like your your predictions i like your paraphernalia i would like are you on like twitter or anything like that or instagram that you want to throw I out really
1: tweet anything i'm just kind of lurking the whole time <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> like yeah i'm on twitter and instagram but i don't really post stuff
0: if if you can do me a favor and maybe post some of that those uh jerseys you have and aut- autographs you have yeah uh so i can like retweet them or whatever and put them up because i always like seeing what the people have i think that's cool stuff that you got
1: yeah, I'll do a quick little spin around the apartment after that.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on. We'll definitely have you on again sometime down the road if you're up for it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And uh, don't take no shit from your coworkers. <laughs> I don't plan on it. They they have no uh, right to say anything. Uh, you know, for a while, they haven't had a right to say anything. So yeah. you are in the driver's seat, my friend. Be <laughs> absolutely all right man thanks riley for coming on i really appreciate it man yeah thank and we will be right back and there you have it another fandom friday segment with riley epps and how cool is that to become a fan through a video game because you could not beat the avalanche in a video game and you're like you know what i'm just gonna be a fan of that team i love it <laughs> that's great Riley also sent me, when he was talking about his room and all the memorabilia he has, he sent me a video of all of that stuff. And it is pretty cool. I'm going to post that to my Twitter. Um, It's impressive how he has it all organized and neat. It's almost like you don't want to touch anything. It's almost like walking through a museum. So uh, I will definitely post that as well. Really cool stuff that he's got. So yeah, if that's something that you want to do, like I said, if this is something you've heard week after week and you're just not pulling the trigger of wanting to come on the show, please. Uh, It's very simple. Everybody has survived. Um, And if it's the first time you heard it and you say, like, that's something I could do, shoot me a line. Once again, you can send them to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Message me over at L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter or message me on Instagram, just search for Locked on Avalanche, so <clears throat> that's really going to be it for today, guys, Avalanche with two big games back-to-back, first one in Carolina, which is always a tough game, it seems, for Colorado, and then right back at it on Saturday against Nashville, and doesn't matter what division team you're playing and how poor they're doing, those are always dog fights. so Got to keep winning. Got to keep winning and, and keeping pace with that Saint, those St. Saint Louis Blues. Uh, I don't – the the Dallas Stars were playing Boston, and I hate rooting for Boston, but you kind of almost have to. And as of me recording this right now, Boston is up 4-2, to two, and they're almost halfway through the third. So as much as I can't stand rooting for Boston, that actually helps. Uh, the Avalanche. So let's hope that score stays the same. By the time you're listening to this, you will have known in the final of that game, and uh, you know, maybe it will help the Avs in the end, but name of the game is you got to take care of yourself. And the Avalanche can do that with just keep keep on winning. So let's hope four points on the board this weekend. Let's get all four of them. That is going to be it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another week of Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday with a fresh batch of shows. Here's Joby.
1: Go, Abs, go!